Second Chronicles chapter 20. I want you to read the whole thing when you have an opportunity, but for preaching purposes, let me call your attention. Let's start reading at verse 11. These are the words that you will find there. Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Amen. We have no might, we don't know what to do, but our eyes on you and that's for a few minutes <clears throat> I want to talk with us from a topic that all of us everybody in here has been there at one time or another I want to talk from this subject when you don't know what to do when you don't know what to do I don't even have to ask Everybody up in here, if you've lived any life at all, there has been some time, some place that you've been, that you have been totally lost for answers. Been a place in your life where you didn't know what to do. Now, just to make sure that I'm talking to the right folk. I might have the wrong crowd. If you ever been there, let me just see your hand. This, this, that's right. Okay, okay. I'm in the right house. All right. Amen. Amen. That, that time, though, that time when you run up against it, you don't have a clue what to do. If you haven't been there, brothers and sisters, just hold on a minute. Life will soon carry you to that place where it seems like there is no answer that makes sense. Brothers and sisters, I'll share with you, it's a dangerous place to be. It's a dangerous place to be, and especially if you have not learned how to call on God. You've not learned, if you have not matured to a point where you have learned how to call on his name, that's a very dangerous place when you come to the place where there are no solutions. Some of the biggest mistakes, and I don't have to talk about anybody else, let me just talk about Richard. Some of the biggest mistakes and messes I have ever made in my life is when I tried to work out something myself. I wonder if I got a witness here. Some of the biggest messes that I have made in my life is when I decided to take on myself to try to work something out without talking to the Lord about it. But here in the text, here in this text, we have a king. His name is Jehoshaphat. And we want to talk about him today because he got it right. He got it right. We have a king 
who, who did this thing just right. Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, found himself in such a place as that. Found himself in a position where he had no idea what he was going to do. And here in the nation of Judah, the whole nation now, they're facing attack. They're about to be attacked by the largest and strongest army known to the world right then. Look at him. Look at him. Him and his few people, they, they, they are under attack. They're getting ready to be attacked by the strongest and mightiest army in the world, the Syrian army. And brothers and sisters, uh, this, this army, this Syrian army, wasn't just any army. It was known for destroying every enemy that it faced. Now, not just beat them, not, not, not just win the war. It destroyed folk. And, 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 and here he is, they're facing attack by this great and mighty army. But in dealing with this situation, in dealing with this situation, Jehoshaphat, brothers and sisters, because he dealt with it and dealt with it right, he becomes our teacher this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, we're able to watch his example so that when we get there, we can go back and we can look at what Jehoshaphat did. We can study his action. If we can study his action, my brothers and sisters, you will see that he sets forth a pattern for us to use when we face these challenges in our own lives. Now, let me just go on and say this, get it out of the way, because that's so many, so many times we just like Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat wasn't totally innocent in this matter. He made some bad decisions, took on some wrong friends and yeah, he, he wasn't totally innocent. Some lot, A lot of what he was going through was his own doing. A lot of what he was going on through, he, he put himself in that position. And because of some bad decisions he made, now he's about to be attacked by the Syrian army. He and the people of God are under attack. But in verse 2, look at verse 2. He is receiving word that the Syrian army is on the way. Get this now. They're, they're on the way. And, and he knew, he knew first of all, that he didn't have enough men, nor did he have the means to fight or to stand up against an army like that. Yeah, he knew that. He knew, I, ain't got, I, I just can't do this. I don't, have what I don't have what I need. I don't have the men I need. don't have the power I need. But, 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 but now let's look at his actions. Let's look at what he does. So 5 through 12, look at the first thing he said he did. He called the people of God together. He called them together. And look what he called them. Not, 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 not for a fellowship meal. He called them together for a period of prayer and fasting. Called the people together. Called the people together and said, let's come together. And, and, and yeah, for a period of prayer and fasting. And now before he do it, did anything else. That's the thing I want you to learn here. That's that. That's the. That. Before he did anything else, he took. Before he took any action, he turned to the Lord. Now that doesn't seem like a big point, but that's a good point right there. Before he did anything, he turned to the Lord. 
my brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters, it seemed like it ought to be the natural response for any child of God to call on God first. Isn't that right? It seems to me that, that if you, you say you belong to him and you have selected him and that you're leaning and depending on him, seems to me like the natural response for every child of God ought to be to call God first. Y'all hear me? But I, I, I'm, I, I've watched us. And I'm, I'm one of us. And I know all times, brothers and sisters, and, and we'll, we, we, don't, we, aren't, we aren't quiet about it. We'll tell it. Well, Reverend, I tried this, I tried that, and I tried this, and I tried that. And not, nothing worked. And then I turned it over. <laughs> then I turned it over to the Lord. Something inside of you, something inside of you ought to click and say, you know what, before I try all this other stuff, See, a child of God ought to go to God first. That ought not be your last response. That ought to be your first response. To take it, oh, what peace we often forfeit. And oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we just don't carry everything to God in prayer. But in this prayer, in this prayer, in this prayer, he does another thing. He does something else that that you and I can learn from. He does one more thing. Look at, what, look at what else he does. When he prays, he's honest in his prayer. Y'all hear me? Lord, we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. And Lord, we don't know what to do. You know what? You ought, if you ain't going to be honest with nobody, <laughs> you ought to at least be honest with the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah. When you go before the Lord, you, and that's what I love about the Lord, I don't have to make up stuff. Are y'all hearing me? When I go before the Lord, that's the one somebody, the one that I can talk to and I can tell him exactly what. Are y'all hearing me? We just got through singing. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our struggles and he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why in the world would you get on your knees and try to fool God? Yeah, be honest with him. When you go before God, look at what he did. Look at what he did. He acknowledged his inability. And, and, and learn from that. Learn how to acknowledge your inability. Yeah, yeah. You will never, brothers and sisters, you will never appreciate God's ability until you acknowledge your own inability. I just said something right there. I say you will never acknowledge God's ability until you have come to grips with your own inability. You, you'll never love God. You'll never honor God like you ought to as long as you think you could have done it. Are y'all hearing me? It's only when you acknowledge, Lord, I don't know what to do. Is there anybody here ever been that God? I don't know. I But then look at the last line in his prayer. Look at the last line in his prayer. So we don't know what to do. Look at that last line. But our eyes, <laughs> but our eyes are on you. 
Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. Don't know how to do it, but I do know where to look. Y'all hear me? And even when you don't know what to do, you ought to know where to look. You don't know what to do. But our eyes are on thee. And the answer, and that prayer service right there in the meeting, the answer came. Finish the prayer, verse 12, and, and, and while they are still standing there, verse 14 says, God begins to answer through Jehaziel. God begins to send the answer right there while they're standing. Somebody's standing right there in the crowd. God uses them to deliver an answer. Listen to this answer, and we'll go home. Listen to the answer to this prayer. We just got through praying this prayer, just got it out of our mouth. Just told God before him, don't know what to do, but we're looking to you. And here comes the answer. First thing that you see in this answer, the first thing you see in the answer is God speaks through him and says, first of all, be not afraid. Be not afraid or dismayed by the reason of this great multitude. Y'all hear me? In other words, he's saying, I know it's a lot of them. I know it's a big army. I know they got a bad reputation. Y'all hear me? But he says, I don't want you to consider. I don't even want you to think about that. He says, I, I don't even allow, I don't want you to allow the size of your problem. Are y'all hearing me? That's what he's saying. I don't want you to allow. The, the, it is a big problem. Yes, it is. Yes, it is a big army. But I don't want you to get all caught up in the size of your problem. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be dismayed uh, about this great multitude. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's bigger. It's big, but it ain't bigger than God. I wonder if I got a witness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is big, but it's not bigger than God. I just firmly believe, I just firmly believe, it's just a firm belief that I have that we give the devil too much credit. Matter of fact, there are some of y'all talk more about the devil than you do Jesus. So the words mean when folk just always acknowledging the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, and not at some point, you need to change your conversation. Are y'all hearing me? You need to be able to talk about him. You need to be able to talk about the one that brought you. You need to be talk about the one that gives you strength from day to day. We give him too much credit. We give him too much credit. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we need to talk less about the size of our problems and talk more about the size of our God. But then the next thing, right here, right out of the text, he says, I, look at chapter verse 15, he says, Next thing I want you to do is uh, I want you to put the battle in perspective. Whose battle is this? <laughs> Y'all hear me? That's why you, why you, why you getting all worked up here? Put it in perspective. Who, whose battle is this? And let me announce to somebody, just in case somebody doesn't know, if you belong to Him. If I belong to him and I'm standing in his name, let me take it right out of the book. The battle is not mine, but the battle belongs. Are y'all hearing me? 
you better know whose battle this is. The battle is not mine. The battle belongs to the Lord. He says, this battle ain't your battle. This is God's battle. A lot of time, my brothers and sisters, a lot of time, my brothers and sisters, you, you think you're in a battle. You think that you're fighting Satan when the truth is you're in the way. I'm trying to help somebody. You, you think you fight. You think you fight. You ain't fighting. You in the way. <laughs> some of the, some of the, some of the biggest, some of the, some of the, some of the hardest beatings I ever got. You get, you get beat up trying to, trying to call you somebody in the way trying to help you fight. No, get out the way. Are y'all hearing me? This ain't your battle. Get out the way. Get, get, get out of the way. This is not your battle. What you got to learn how to do, my brothers and sisters, you've got to learn how to get out of the way and let God fight the battle. You've got to realize, you've got to realize, my brothers and my sisters, that this battle that we are in as children of God, you've got to realize that this battle really doesn't have anything to do with us. Let me help you out. This, this battle that you, this struggling that you, it really doesn't have anything to do with you. It is a battle between good and evil. It's a battle between good and evil. And uh, let me share this with you. It was going on before you were ever born. It was going on before you got here and it will still be going on after you leave unless Jesus comes back. This battle belongs to the Lord. It belongs to the Lord, and you and I, we just got caught up in it when we joined his army. Y'all ain't hearing me. It's his battle. We just got caught up in it when we began to identify with him. Are y'all hearing me? But because I'm in his army, I've got some assurances. Are y'all hearing me? That's why I ain't got to fight. That's why I don't have to yeah, find myself losing it in front. Yeah, because, uh, because I'm in his army, I've got some assurances. Let me read you some of these assurances. He says, uh, that yeah, he says uh, first of all, that I am with you. That's an assurance. Yeah, as you go through and fight these battles, he says, Lo, I am with you always. Are y'all hearing me? Anybody assured yet? You ain't got to worry about trying to win this thing. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, I'm on his side. I'm in his army. I can get out of the way because I'm assured that no weapon that is formed against me. Are y'all hearing me? Do you believe what the Bible says? This next instruction seems a little strange until you get to know God. Until you sure enough get to know him. This next instruction seems a little bit strange. This next instruction has to do with positioning, positioning yourself for battle. I just told you you ain't got to fight. But then he tells you to position yourself. <laughs> position yourself. For battle. Look at verse 17. You shall not need to fight this battle. 
Set yourself. <sighs> you ain't got to fight. What I want you to do is just go there and Yeah, just set yourself. Set yourself. Set yourself. Stand still. You ain't, you ain't got to fight. You ain't got to fight. Don't dirty your hands. But I do want you to go and set your. Are y'all seeing this? Are y'all seeing this? Don't, don't back down. You go there, look your enemy in the eye, set yourself against the enemy. So, you, are y'all hearing me? Get a good look at him, look him in the face. You ain't got to fight. Just make sure that you are set. <laughs> okay, God. Okay, God. Okay, okay, God. We, yeah, I got it, got it, got it. Got to go, go before the enemy. Got to face him. Got to face the enemy. We got to set ourselves, position ourselves a battle. I got that. I got that. At what point then, God, do we strike? You got me in the position. You, you got me set up. And yeah, yeah. At what point do we strike, God? Do, do, do we wait until they get 100 yards out? Do we? Wait until they, they get a, a 50 yards out. Do we, yeah, do we wait till we see the white of their eyes? What is the next move, God? Uh, yeah, I got it. I'm in position. I, I have set myself. God, what do I do now? <laughs> Stand still. <sighs> Are y'all hearing this? Set yourself. Put yourself in position to battle. Are y'all hearing me? Okay, God. Okay, God. I got that. I got that. What to do now? Stand still. <laughs> wait a minute, God. Wait, wait a minute, God. You brought me into this battle. Brought me into a battle. With somebody that I know has more power than I have. You, you commanded me not to be afraid of them. You have instructed me to come down here and put myself up in his face. And now you're telling me to be still. I hear you. I heard you. God, what am I here for? Why am I standing here looking like a nut? Are y'all hearing me? Why, why am I standing here face to face with my enemy? Why, why am I standing in his face with no instruction to fight? God, why am I here? Here it is right here. Right there in the text. Reason I want you right there. Reason I want you to stand there right in his face. Yeah. I, I want you to get a good seat. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? I want you to stand still and see 
the salvation of the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, all I want you to do is I want you to get yourself a good seat. I'm putting you in a place where you can see God work it out. I wonder if I got a witness up in here that if you'll just stand still and listen to what God says, God will fight your battle. He says, I want you to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? Well, I told you, my brothers and my sisters, this battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? But the truth of the matter is, although we are still in warfare, the thing you've got to understand is that the battle has already been fought. And uh, the victory has already been won. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, that's what I want you to see. That's what children of God have to shout about. We shout about the salvation of the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? Whenever you see me lift my hands, whenever you see me run around the house, it ain't because of anything I did. I'm rejoicing because of the salvation of the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? When you see me, uh, when you see me praising God with tears running down my face, it ain't because of anything I did. It's because I've seen the salvation of the Lord. Y'all ain't hearing me. Let me tell you, yes, about the salvation of the Lord. You see, salvation, uh, let me give it to you like this. Uh, salvation uh, means God does yeah, what I can't do for myself. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. Salvation means uh, that what I can't do for myself, yeah, God steps in uh, and does it for me. Yeah. Let me show it to you. Yeah, I was lost uh, and on my way to hell. Yeah. No God on my side, no heaven in my view, and I could not, I could not save myself, but God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, he put my cross on his shoulder, he did for me what I couldn't do for myself, he died on an old red cross, they laid him in a bar or two, but I'm glad, I'm glad that early, early Sunday morning, he got up, he got up with all power in his hand, yes, that's the salvation, that's the salvation, of the Lord. Well, y'all, yes, uh, I'm really through now, yeah, but I think I might rob you, yeah, if I don't tell you about 
this battle, yeah, this unusual battle, yeah. look at them standing there, yeah, looking at their enemy, yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me, yeah. Jehoshaphat gets ready to go to war, yeah. But unlike any other warrior, he doesn't say get my battle together. He doesn't say get my spearmen together. Yeah. He doesn't say get my swordmen together. He doesn't say get my footmen together. He said, find me some praises. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. Find me some praises. Yeah. Tell the choir to get the robes on. Yeah. Put my choir out there. Yeah. Find me some praises. Yeah. And let them begin to praise. Praise. Praise the Lord. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, yeah, let me assure you yeah, that some of the things you're facing, yeah, there's only one way uh, to win over the enemy. Yeah. You got to shout. Shout your way out. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. You got to learn how to praise his holy name. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. Hold your head up. Uh, are y'all hearing me? Uh, hold your head up. Yeah. Look your enemy in the face uh, and begin to shout it out. Shout it out. Shout it out. Shout it out. Yes. Uh, enemy, here I am. I'm blessing my name. Bless uh, his holy name. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all uh, that is within me.
to shout it out. Just shout it out. Shout it out. <laughs> oh, it works. It works. It works. Just keep on sitting out here. Shout it out.
is clear if thou will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shall be saved if you are unsaved you ought to be moving right now if you have not accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life you ought to be moving right now if you've already accepted him and don't have a church covering you need to be moving right now you need a home you need a church covering you need to be moving we're going to have we're going to have prayer after this, but we're, right now I want those who need to move. I want you to come right now. If you're unsaved, come. If you need a church home, need a church family, you ought to be moving. You ought to be moving right now. You ought to be moving right now. Come.